people aren't being held to account for their responsible actions, you have nothing. You have nothing in your team and you have nothing in your family. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and man, I'm excited to be with you today. This episode, a little challenging for me. It's a bit of a confession episode. I'm going to share some things with you that really apply to my leadership journey. So like all of you, I am caught in the infinity loop of know yourself to lead yourself, that our reality is shaped by the consequences of our actions, and our actions are typically pattern-based, and those patterns are based on our tendencies. And I share my tendencies, my mental health journey, and the fact that I struggle with ADHD. I, I share those things with all of you uh, quite often, actually. And today, I want to share a part of that journey that I have a tendency to put things off to the last minute. In every area of my life, when the building's on fire, you better believe I'll be the first person to charge in and put the building out. But when it comes to checking the batteries on the smoke detector, I kind of put that off. That I'll be the first person to help you change the tire on your truck, but I'll be the last person to remember that the tires on my car are ready to be replaced. And so I put things off quite often, and there are a lot of reasons for that. And I have systems and things that I try to do, but it doesn't always work for me. And there's a word, and it's not a four-letter word, but a lot of people would consider it to be a dirty word. And that word, the word that allows me to be successful, the only thing that ever works for me, is a word called, and I shudder to say it, accountability. Accountability is the only thing that impacts the needle in my life. That often planning and systems, and while they have good nature and good spirit and good form in many cases... The reality is, is that all of the systems in the world don't help me if I'm the only person holding myself accountable to those systems. And there are things that I do, I believe, that I do better than virtually anyone on earth. There are things that I have superpowers that are, are spectacular and fantastic. But when it comes to very basic things, I can't accomplish a lot of things on my own. I need a team around me and behind me holding me accountable so that I do the things that I want to do. Not the things that I said I would do, but the things that I want to do because I'm not doing it only because I say it. And so without accountability, what rules me is deadlines, 100%. Now, by nature, if we're looking at five voices or we're looking at something like Myers-Briggs, I am a perceiver, which means that I'm, I'm naturally drawn to be deadline-driven, to react to deadlines. That's my motivator. But add on the other things that I deal with, and it just compounds that. And so without accountability, deadlines and consequences rule the day. I avoid pain rather than seeking pleasure of a job well done. And so the thing that, that helps me is accountability. And earlier I said that a lot of people might think that accountability is a dirty word, but we've got to dispel that myth. Accountability is the basic building block of leadership. It's the foundation. If you don't have accountability across your organization, if you don't have direct accountability, if people aren't being held to account for their responsible actions, you have nothing. You have nothing in your team and you have nothing in your family. And sometimes I feel very much like that's what I have because this is so challenging for me personally. And why accountability is a dirty word is we often associate it with punishment. In fact, throughout most of my life, I think almost all of my life, I can't really remember accountability being used in a positive way other than when somebody's going to the gym. Man, you want to come to the gym? Man, I need an accountability partner. Or with AA after somebody has already reached rock bottom, right? And they're in Alcoholics Anonymous. Hey, I need an accountability. This is my accountability partner. But we don't associate accountability with growth and positive action in most cases. 
in most cases, at least in the military context, anytime the word accountability is brought up, it's a dirty word. It's associated with punishment. But accountability simply means responsibility, synonymous, being responsible for your actions. And if I'm the only person holding myself accountable, then who am I truly responsible to? No one. And so what's the byproduct of that? I put it off until the last minute because it doesn't stress me out. Not because I want to, but that's just the way that my brain is wired. And the thing is that that's fine to say, but in the grand context of life and leadership and marriage and family, it means absolutely nothing. The way that you're wired is of no consequence to anyone around you. It's not a crutch. It's not an excuse. It's not know yourself to hide yourself. Hey, look, I, I, I'm naturally a perceiver. Hey, look, I don't really do things until there's a fire that's around me and then I have to put that fire out. And at that point, I'll do more work in less time than most humans can accomplish in a week. And, you know, great. But that's of no consequence to the people around me. In fact, it's a negative because it only stresses them out. And so I don't get to say, well, this is my wiring. Hey, no, no me to hide me. That's my tendency. And I let my tendency and my habit be the same thing. And so that's the consequence. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Nobody wants to be around that person. Nobody wants to be led by that person. Nobody wants to work with that person. Nobody. And being married to that person is very stressful. And so we cannot allow our default or the default of the people we lead to put them into the position where last minute deadlines are the only thing that's holding them accountable. And in some cases, not even that, because we'll have, I worked for captains who would do things like say, well, I need that EPR by Friday, but if you get it to me Monday, there's no accountability there. The deadline isn't even real because Monday could come and I'd be like, hey, I'm still working on that. I'll get it over. And that, and that captain's probably gonna be like, oh, no problem. Get it to me when you're done. And what have I done? I've cut off their time. The product won't be as good. They're going to get it late to their boss. There's all these consequences I don't know about, possibly potentially don't care about, and yet I'm hurting people around me. And so accountability is simply about being responsible for your actions. And who shouldn't be responsible for their actions? Everyone. And the worst thing that we can do on our team is not hold people accountable for their responsibilities. Somebody always pays. Sometimes they pay. Your high performers pay. So when we don't hold our low performers accountable, who pays for it? Our high performers pay for it. And they know it. And they get bitter and they get resentful. And then when there's a surge, what happens? We go to our high performers and say, please, I need you to dig deep and help. But they've already been digging deep because there's 10 people on the team. Three of them are doing all the work. They're the ones who are keeping the ship afloat. And now we need them to do even more. When our underperformers are not held to account, our high performers often pay for it or we pay for it. And we just do it ourselves because it's easier than asking them to do it for us. It's easier than engaging them. It's easier than inconveniencing others. And so what do we do? We don't. We don't hold them responsible. And so they don't grow. They don't become empowered. They don't advance in their skills and their careers and their responsibility and their maturity. So then five years from now, 10 years from now, they're not the person they could have been because we didn't hold them to account. When I consult, I often say one of the very first things is, hey, accountability is the basic, leading, the basic building block. We don't ever want to talk about accountability. Accountability just needs to be de facto. It needs to be the default. It needs to be the standard. We're not going to talk about it because everybody's just going to hold everybody accountable. Great. We held them accountable. What now? How are we training them? How are we developing them? How are we grooming them for the future? How are we rehabilitating them, assuming they did something that is, is negatively impacting their career or their life or their family? If we're not talking about rehabilitation, if we're not talking about training, if we're not talking about delegation, if we're not talking about growth, we're not helping the organization and we're certainly not helping ourselves. 
If all that we're doing is talking, well, how are we going to hold them accountable? What's the consequence going to be? Yeah, great, cool, consequence. Let's knock that out of the way as quickly as possible. We don't underplay it when we sit down with them if their actions were severe. But ultimately, that's the, the small part of the conversation. The big part is what's next, where are we going, what happens now? Accountability is the basic building block that we build the rest of those things on. Without accountability, there's no buy-in. Without accountability, there's no trust. Without accountability, there's no inspiration. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that. If you don't hold people accountable, how do we trust that they're going to do what they say that they're going to do? Because the odds are they might. They may do them. They may not do them. Sometimes they'll surprise us. and Sometimes they won't surprise us. Sometimes they'll give us exactly what we thought they weren't going to give us. And so without accountability, there can be no trust on the team. Where there's no trust, there's no motivation. If I know that I'm going to be carrying more than my fair share and other people are not going to be accountable, then why am I motivated to come to work? I hate it here. Nobody's working but me. That sucks. Without that motivation, there's no inspiration. People do not move of their own will. There's no initiative. Why show initiative? Everybody else is just getting by. That's not the team you want to be a part of. Just imagine if you were on a basketball team and you know you were LeBron James and everybody else was just like the B team from the local men's YMCA. They don't really care. They're not trying to win. At what point do you give up? You can't win it on your own, even though you're LeBron James. You can't win it on your own, especially if you're going up against another all-star team. People don't give their all if everybody else isn't in it. And this is a fact that is, is displayed in my life over and over again as I let myself fall out of accountability. People around me struggle to keep up. They struggle to keep up. And it's very often not that I'm not holding them accountable. It's a, that I allow myself to only be held accountable to the things that I'm interested in or the things that I'm passionate about or the deadline that's approaching. So most of my days often when I'm at my worst will be spent on things that are urgent, but very rarely on the things that are important which we have a tool for, by the way, in the giant toolkit. But it's hard to be excited about vision if every week we talk about vision and there's no movement, there's no momentum, there's no action. And so for me, there's a few things that I have to do. When I get complacent, when I make excuses, there's a few things that I have to do. The first one on my team and with my personal life is you've got to track progress, not just completion. If all that I have to do is talk to you about the project when it's over, Best believe I'm going to put it off till it's over. Milestones are one of the most powerful accountability tools that we have. Hey, I'm going to Andrews, Riley, for Andrews on Wednesday. Hey, I'm going to Andrews. If the only time that I talk to my team about Andrews is on Tuesday, I can put everything off till Tuesday, the day before. But if I have a checklist that says my slides are going to be done three weeks out, but workbooks are going to be ordered a month out, all that stuff, and those milestones are baked into the system and everyone can see them and I have to do show and tell, then you best believe that I'll be prepared for Andrews in advance because there's milestones. In my military career, I was only successful when I had systems in place that integrated milestone thinking. And it helped my team. And I created checklists and programs and you know, onboarding systems and all this crazy stuff that allowed us to be successful. I systematized those things. But you have to track progress, not just completion. And it's not micromanagement. It's not arbitrary milestones that are given at random occasions because I think I need to know. It's actually milestones that are baked in. Hey, I want to see this 30 days out. Hey, 60 days out, I want to see that. Hey, two weeks out, I want to see this. And then you get out of the way and you never bring it up again until it's time to talk about those milestones. That's empowerment. That's clarity. They know what you need from them when you need it. 
and they're not going to feel smothered. Hey, I'm excited about our meeting this afternoon. Can't wait to talk about that project. Then you talk about the project. Then you say, hey, we're going to meet again in 30 days about this project. We don't need to talk about it again for 30 days. I'm not going to bring it up. I trust you. Hey, we're going to meet in two weeks. Hey, we're going to meet in two days. We're going to meet in a month. No problem. But we're not going to talk about it again until the milestone, if that makes sense. Next, use a system. My favorite system is Asana. I have a presentation I used to give in the military, The Art of Doing Less, Go Home on Time today. And I used to teach people how to manage email and how to manage tasks. Two things that are kind of laughable for me at this stage right now in my life because often my email is out of control and often my tasks are a little bit out of control. And I've been talking with my team, uh, specifically the most important member of my team, uh, my wife right now, about what I need to do because uh, I'm not running my current organization quite like I would run a military team. And I really want that to change like badly. And so I'm, I'm partly why this podcast episode is being made have to dig deep and figure out what was I doing and what can I be doing now that, that's a little bit better. And Asana is my favorite tool. And what I used to do, so Asana, if you have less than, I think, 12 members on your military team, Asana's free. And so everyone in the military should be using Asana as far as I'm concerned, especially if you're not dealing in uh, FOA for official use only or uh, secret or any of those types of things. But as long as the projects that you're putting into the system are you know unclassified, then you should be good. Not that I'm an expert, but you should be good. Uh, make sure you clear anything with your leadership and blah, 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 blah. So Asana is my favorite. And in Asana, there's the, the ability to have visibility on everything in the organization. And we used to have end of day meetings. And one of my staff members was just tasked with, hey, at the end of the day, I just want you to tell us every task that's overdue. So everybody knew there was going to be public accountability at the end of the day. So they'd say, oh, well, Sergeant X is late on this task. I'm like, talk to us when, you know, and the idea was that if you're late on a task, you don't get to go home that day. Well, you get to go home eventually, but you have to stay until your task is finished. So there was that built-in accountability, which is like, hey, if there's a task, because the idea is with that type of accountability, you don't find out that it's late the day of. You're going to tell me when you know it's going to be late, right? Like a week prior or a day prior or whenever it is that you know, man, I'm not going to finish it on time. Maybe we adjust the deadline. Maybe we get you help. Maybe I do it for you because you're downstairs teaching. We figure out a plan. But if you let it go until the day of, and we're sitting in my office at the end of the day, going through our list of everything that's going on across the team, and it's like, hey, I didn't get this done. Okay, cool, no problem. See you tomorrow, right? I'm going home, and the team's going, you're going to have to stay and finish your task if it is if you don't need help. That might sound harsh to you, but you know, work it out on your team. And the one that helps me, I think, more than anything is an accountability partner. Using an accountability partner the same way that we use a gym partner. And that's hard. It's very difficult to do to sit down and look at a teammate and go, "Hey, I'm not sure if I can if I'm sufficiently motivated for this task. Can I can you just come in my office on Friday and and I'm going to finish my slides, but I need you to come in and just just validate that they're finished because I don't want to go into the weekend and I know that that'll give me a little bit of pressure." And having some type of an accountability partner in your professional life is really important. And if they do it for you, you do it for them. And I think those are the three things that I would say that, that would really help you. The first, track your progress, not just completion. Use milestones. The second one is use a system, like Asana. Asana is my favorite, A-S-A-N-A, -A -A, if you want to use it. No affiliate code. I wish I had one, man. I'd give it to you. And then a workplace accountability partner. All of those things will increase your chances of success. I know that they work for me when I'm doing them well. And I know that they'll work for you as well. Whether we're talking about your own journey, maybe you're like me, or we're talking about leading people that are struggling to meet deadlines. Accountability is the foundation, the very basic building block of leadership. Without it, there's no house. I encourage you to embrace accountability. It'll make your life easier. It'll get you home on time. You'll stop pulling your hair out. If you want to talk about creating a high 
accountability culture, we have the tool. Our Military Sherpa performance operating system is live and ready to go. Military Sherpa at MarkTilsher.com. You can uh, set up a call and we'll jump on, talk about what we can do with you and for you. Or you can go to MilitarySherpa.com and register for one of our upcoming coaching programs. We've got a bunch on the calendar between now and the end of the year where we teach people how to implement these types of tools and transform the culture on your team. Hope you had a great day. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. I'm out. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.